0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على الانبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد نبينا محمد وعلى اله وسلم اما بعد الله جميعا وبارك الله فيكم first and foremost for uh, your for your patience in waiting for the beginning of this lesson and again apologies for the late start of the lesson Alhamdulillah We've reached a hadith 5, hadith al-Khamis From uh, Umdat al-Ahkam by Abdul Ghani al-Maqdisi rahimahullah And the hadith is an Abi Harayra. روي له عنه ان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا filma'i احدكم في الماء الدائم الذي لا يجري ثم يغتسل فيه وللمسلم لا يغتسل احدكم في في الماء الدائم وهو of Abi that the prophet sallallahu said that do not urinate in the water, in like the still water that does not run. Then perform the ghusl within it. Likewise, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in the other wording, that do not perform the ghusl, yani the washing, in the still water, whilst he is in the state of Janaba. And so, this narration or these two narrations are mentioned together, separate wordings. Then I remember quickly why we mention why that you may find or one of the main reasons you will have a narration with two different wordings. We mentioned it previously, I believe. Now that if you narrate by meaning riwayah bin ma'na, narrated by meaning will cause there to be different wordings. Because if one person narrates by his, by the meaning, then he's narrated by meaning with the words that he uses to understand that meaning. Another person will narrate by meaning with the words that he uses to understand that meaning. Hence, for example, this narration we have, Bayna Adina. this narration we have here, is a narration that has a particular wording which was found in Sahih Bukhari, and a particular wording which was found in Sahih Muslim, still referring to the same affair. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. And... We mentioned Jasmine Babyl uh Muraja, we mentioned a particular man the particular manh that you find, the Sharikh of a The one that explains a hadith is a manner in which he goes about it. They don't remember what that is. How it's done. There's a, there's a particular thing. One thing after you have thing. noun. So he goes through the biography of the narrators now. So what does he do first, before even that? Before that? The narration itself. And in what manner would he mention the narration? So the first thing he mentions is the narration. And he will, narrate, and he will mention narration how? There's, there's two ways he'll mention narration. Possibly. The question? How does a person that, that is explaining a the hadith, they will mention the narration first. They bring the actual narration that they're going to explain. How do they bring that narration? In what form? And sometimes they would put the isnad first, uh, so their chain of narration all the way to the prophet. And then the Maqtad of the hadith. <laughs> and, then, uh, the hadith uh, and sometimes they would uh, uh, just have the companion that narrated the hadith. As, uh, if it's a more summarized compilation. Jair. So this is what, this is, these are the two ways. As mentioned by the Prophet, either they mention the hadith with his isnaad, naam, all the way to the end, or they will mention the narration and they will make maybe sometimes with a tabi and a companion, but generally speaking, just the companion and then the Prophet. Naam, makes sense, Jade? After that, what's mentioned after that? The takhrij of the hadith, I where the hadith is found, and generally as well. What is the ruling of the hadith? Is, this? is it Sahih, Hassan, Da'if? Da'if. And, so, uh, and the al hadith is referring to uh, what's, uh, where the hadith is found. After I had al hadith. In the, biography the, the biography of the narrators. If, it's, if the narration mentions the whole isnad, then they're going to mention the biography of each narrator, each, each narrator in isnad If it's mentioning what? just uh, the companion and the biography of... Mm-hmm. Just a companion, of course. So, I, when we say the biography, what is meant by that? Maybe the year of death. What else? So they'll mention when I say biography. It's not a long compl- compilation. It's not paragraphs. It may be even one word sometimes. No, it may be one word. It may be yeah, only a few words in relation to them. So it might mention, for example their name is full. Because in, in the chain of narration, you may find that it just mentions the person's name that they're known by. So for example, in the chain of narration, you might have a Zuhri. It just mentions that Zuhri. Or Ibn, Shihab, or Ibn Shihab at times as well, na'am. And then it will mention his full name, Muhammad Ibn Shihab, na'am a Zuhri. And then I. what is the hukum upon the individual as well, the narrator? Is he thicker? Is he trustworthy? Is he da'if? My friend, is he a weak narrator, whatever. Na'am. Thereafter, so we, after we've got the, the the biographies, what do we mention? What do we go through after that? <laughs> so then you have the gharib <laughs> al hadith. Either the key words or phrases that are found within the narration. Either the words that are meant, that are used by the Prophet, Prophet with the narration, what is meant by them? Uh, in the context of the narration. I the al-fav and the, the sentences, what are, what are meant by these words. Now and this affair of al Hadith is a science in of itself. And you have books that focus on Gharib al Hadith by themselves. For example, we have a book which is the uh, well known book which is referred to as or is called An-Nihaya. Nah, by Ibn Athir. Ibn Athir, which is in the science of Gharib al Hadith. After that we have The general meaning of the hadith. What do the generally from this hadith? After that, finally? Of uh, the fawa'id from the hadith. So, the benefits. What benefits can we get from the hadith? Now, there's one thing that is mentioned sometimes as well after the biographies. But it's dependent upon there being a chain of narration. What is that thing? You don't remember? The title is not Now, the title is Isnad referring to what? Now, So, things that are unique to that chain of narration, or things that are of great benefit in that chain of narration. For example, you may have an isnaad and it's a Sahabi narrated from another Sahabi. That's something that is to be noted. Or, it's more sense to be art. Everyone is thicker. Everyone trusts within that chain of narration. Then it's, no, it's to be noted. So it's something that is noteworthy within the, within the chain of narration as well. So that's something that is mentioned after the biographies. But of course, it needs uh, there to be the narration. When the narration is mentioned, it needs to be mentioned with the whole chain. Now that's what. The, that's why it's important to understand when the narration is mentioned in the explanation. How is it mentioned? Is it mentioned with the whole chain, or is it just mentioned with the companion? Now. As this narration here about as we uh, we digress a little bit. Uh, in this, with this narration here, we have the mentioning of the Hadith narrated by Abi Huraira. As for the the the, the tarjum of Abi Huraira, then this is mentioned uh, in the in the, the explanation of the Hadith number two. Now, he's, his biography has already been mentioned, and his full name is. The الرحمن مسخر رجله عنه. topic of this حديث the ليش حكم البول في الماء الراكد فيه من الجنابه. So referring to the ruling of the bowl Yani the the urination in the still water the ruling upon it as well as can a person use this particular water to perform uh, the ghusl? And as for the gharib al-hadith, the wordings of this hadith, the first is la the word in la yibu ya, Yaani do not urinate. And so this la in this narration is what is referred to as la al So the law of prohibition, and the word in Yabulanna is a fi'l which is Mabni Al-Fatah. Now, so it's a fi'l, it's a verb that is fixed upon a fatah, it has a fatah fixed upon the end. Due to the fact that it has a noon on the end, and this noon is a nun of Na'am, the noon of tawqid. Now I'm the noon of emphasis, which makes uh, which is fixed upon the fatah. It has all, this noon of tawkhid always, always has to take a Fatah. The reason why this noon of emphasis, noon of tawqid, is there is to further emphasize the prohibition of the law. To further emphasize the prohibition. So it's a strong prohibition of this particular action. And Thereafter, emotions. ثم يغتسل ثم يغتسل. أفهم ال الذي لا يجري. أدايم. أما أدايم الثابت مستقر. So it's the water that is is in one place and it doesn't move. Whilst you have the لا لَا يَنْتَقِهِ مِمَكَانِهِ بِجَرِيَانِ وَهُوَ The running water, meaning that it doesn't, it doesn't move from its place. It doesn't run and move from its place. And so this wording here, الذي <laughs> لا is تَفْسِيرِ لِمَا It's an explanation and the clarification of the word المَا <laughs> يعني, it's an explanation of the wording for المَا Dayim. Thereafter mentions, Thumma Yaktazil. Thumma Yaktazil. And what is understood from this is an individual does not urinate within this water in which he will that he intends to perform the ghusl with and so this the reason why we have the mentioning of the the nahi of the bowl of the urination is to inform us of the ghusl after so what is not is not understood from this is that if the water is still and still water that the person cannot use that water to perform ghusl naam what is understood from this is that there's still water, the person cannot urinate within that water and then perform the ghusl with it. And this is what was is is understood from this particular narration. And not that this particular water, because of its, of its state, i.e. that it's still water, that the person cannot perform the ghusl. The reason why we say this is that the action of ghusl itself is an action of tahara, an action of purification. And it's sufficient for a person to perform purification... As long as the water is what, no, no, and that's this one. Why? What? what is? It's tired. Tuhur, and so the water must be tuhur. The water must be tuhur. As long as the water is tuhur, then, As well, long as the water is tuhur. Then the person is able to perform the ghusl with it. And the ghur, that it's pure within its own self, so you get able to consume it, nafalan, and it purifies other than it. Allah Ta'ala, a'lam. Now, thereafter, Shaykh of goes on to discuss the wording, and that which is found in Sahih Muslim. And is the hadith mustaqillat ghayr awl. And so it's a hadith in of its own self. It's a hadith in of its own self. So this narration is referring to يعني, the ghusl of the janabah. The person being in the state of making and performing the ghusl. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. Here as well, you have the la and You have, ya yaqtasil. So it's لا la and again. So it's a prohibition. who is جُنُّبْ يعني ذُو Janaba. That the person has Janaba, يعني they're in the state of Janaba. And so the one that's in the state of Janaba is the individual in which it's an obligation for him to perform the ghusl and what causes the janaba is yeah the jima the sexual relations or the inzal in many or if the uh, the person has sexual discharge now I'm the sexual discharge from ejaculation and likes of that and so this is, this is These are actions that necessitate the person to perform the ghusl due to the fact that they're in the state of janabah. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Thereafter, we have the general understanding of this narration. And so, Shaykh of Amin begins a mention. The Sharia, the Sharia Islamiyah, inayatul kabira, tahara wa al And so within the the sharia, the Islamic sharia, the Islamic sharia is something that takes care or has a degree of caution over the affair of purification. And that the person is distanced away from anything or any means of harm. And so within this narration, Abu Hulayra عنه, informs that the Prophet sallallahu makes an uh, emphasize, he emphasized this particular prohibition that the person urinates within that still water, which doesn't run. لَنَا ذَلِكْ يَاقْتَدِي تَلَوَّذَهُ بِالنَّجَاسَةِ والأمراض التي قد يحملها البول فسيضر كل من من استعمل هذا الماء. And so, due to this narration, the Prophet صل الله عليه he prohibited this particular action due to the fact that within this. Uh, of in that urine causes a degree of tolerance, tolerance, and pollution of that water, polluting the water, and causing the water to possibly carry illnesses and bring about harm. Now, I bring about harm for anyone that uses that water. The individual uses that water, and then they brought and it brings harm to them due to the fact that. The urine has been carried within it. And it's possible, for example, the one that actually urinated, he used that water and he used that water to perform the wash, to, to perform the washing. And so the shaykh he mentions. فَكَيْفُ يَبُولْ فِيهَا وَفِي مَا سَيَكُونَ لَهُ فيما بَعْدُ And so, how is a person, possible for a person that he would urinate within something, whilst, obviously there's the need for it to be, تُخُورًا as we mentioned earlier, there's the need for it to be in a state of purity, in order for it to be used. And so, Likewise, just as you find that the Prophet he mentions here the the prohibition of of washing in this particular water, you find as well that he mentions the prohibition of using water or water that is regarded as being dirty. Along with this there's a discussion of the person washing and making wudu, or purification, of purification, using water that is known as musta'amal, like water that's musta'mal water that has been used already. So when we say water has been used already, we mean water has been used already for purification. Naam. And that can it be used, or that once it's been used, can it, uh, does it have to be washed away? And what would we say in relation to that bottle Can that person use that water? Is the question clear? She mentioned that Narration no. Prophet beef water So then we say as Ja they face from that narration. Then we have this narration, and we have a narration that mentions the Ma'a al not using the Ma'a al Musta'min. Where well, it mentions not to use the water that, is, that, is, uh, been, that has been used previously. I believe it's a narration of Ibn Umar. No, it's a prohibition as well. But you have this. So it's not something that's you oh, of course, it's different over, because I, there's, that's that narration you mentioned, narration I mentioned. So the death is definitely different over. I'm saying, where do we fall in the difference? It'd be like an exception for the spouses. An exception for the spouses? So watch. So it's a point. that can be used as a point. Possibly. If the water is removed from Geneva, and if it's not that's where if it's removed from Geneva. If for So if the water is removed from yeah. and then someone uses it after? Yes. Okay, so if, it's not for, if it wasn't for Janaba, then it can be used. Based on this narration and the narration I was But then what about the narration of Mayamuna? Because that was for Janaba. Okay. <laughs> Make jump between them somehow. <laughs> now, nah, that's sahih. Make jump, And Allah Ta'ala knows best. That the jama' is, Allah Ta'ala knows best, as some of the scholars mentioned, is that the hukum is that it's makrooh. It's makrooh. And this is generally how you'd understand ayat ahkam, when you have a prohibition of a particular action, and then you have a narration that mentions, for example, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did it. Then we say that the hukum is no longer a hukum of tahrim, but krahi that is, after that, we say that it is, Makro is disliked. And so that which is after that which takes precedence, is that the person performs, or when they are purifying themselves, that they purify themselves with the uh, water that has not been used before. However, this doesn't affect the the purity of the water. Why? Because if, as long as the water has not changed one of those characteristics, then it can still be used. However, Allah's best is something which is makruh. Does that make sense? <laughs> now, likewise, what about as well, Was mentioned, some of the scholars mentioned the affair that the Tabarrok t- with the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi when I took his wudu water. Now, wudu water in the Nabi Alaihi Wasallam, and did not. Ya'ani, make inkar of them. They don't prohibit them from doing so. Allah Ta'ala knows best. So, as for the fawad of the hadith, the benefits that we take from this narration, then, the first is a prohibition of urination And the ma'ad da'im. Alladhi So the prohibition of the person performing of a person urinating in the water that doesn't run. So the water that's still water. And this Nahi is a Nahi tahrim, And this prohibition is one of Tahrim. Why? Because the people may use that water. And so the sheikh, sheikh uh, of him he mentions that it's a Nahi tahrim. It's a nahi for uh a prohibition. Yeah that is haram if the people use it. So if the people use the water it's haram. If not, then it is makru. nahi karaha. And the shakh he mentions as a final point on this on this faida wal well, mm-hmm. it. Ashed and the Gait is the excrement is like the urination, the urine. Rather it is even more so, even more severe. The second benefit we take from this is Jawaz al Baal Filma aladi And so the second is that it's permissible to urinate in water that is running water. Why? Because the water, the the urine will will run with the water and wash it away. (laughs) لكن إن كان في أسفل الماء أحد يستعمله فلا يبولن فيه لأنه because zero, However, if within that water is or at the, at the bottom of that water then, is being used by the people, or the water is being used by the people, then again this prohibition occurs. Why? Because the illa or the prohibition, the main the main reason for the prohibition is the talawath of the bowl, you know, the pollution of the of the of the urination, and that may bring harm to the people. Because the water is being used. That's the illah. That's the reason for this prohibition. So if that reason still remains, either that this water is being used, then the person must avoid this action. Allah Ta'ala knows best. The third benefit we can take is The third is the prohibition of washing Yani using the still water whilst in the state of Janaba. And Shaykh Ufim Gautza mentioned وَالنَّهِ لِلْتَهْرِيمِ إِنْ كَانَ يُفْسِدُهُ أَلَى مَنْ يَسْتَعْمِلُهُ مِنَ النَّاسِ And so this nahi, this prohibition necessitates that it's haram. If the individual Na'am. essentially he pollutes the water for those that would use it again, so this prohibition is in relation to the one that's, that's using it as for, if it's not being used then it's makruh. it's makruh. so if it's water that is generally used then it's haram if it's water that, that isn't generally used then it's makruh. why? because even though it's not generally used it's, not, it's no longer possible for it to be used because of that action. The fourth. Benefit barakolaw fikum. Is jawaz al-iqtisar. Min al-janaba. Fil ma'i al-dari. Fil ma'i al-jari. Fil jari And so. The fourth. Is the permissibility of one's washing. Ya'ani. The form in The ghusl. From janaba. Using the running water. It's permissible to do so. And the fifth benefit is kam out Sharia to Islamiya, the Inti and Barb and the fifth benefit is that the Sharia is one which is complete and perfect to the extent that it seeks to protect from any forms of harm and any means that offer something that can harm a person now. Thereafter, Shaykh al he mentions a point. So he mentions for what? then he mentions a point that, that needs to be taken into consideration. The be, And he mentions, he mentions, محمد الله, ضَرْهَ لَا فَرْقُ بَيْنَ الْمَاءِ الْكَثِيرِ وَالْقَلِيلِ And yani if that was apparent, that there's no difference between that which is a large amount of water or a small amount of water. لَكِنَ النَّهِي فِي أَوْقَدْ لِأَنَّهُ Talawathan, وتغيرا كثير جدا الذي la يمكن and yet أو bowl, Talawath, so he mentions as for if it is a small amount of water, and the smaller the, water, the, smaller the amount of water, then even is even more so that there is. A prohibition, and the greater the prohibition, the greater the emphasis. As for large amounts of water, you mentioned Makathith. Nah I large amounts of water, for example, the water of the sea. Now, nah, of course, this is Makathith. Nah it goes as far as I can see. Now, nah. as for larger amounts of water, then this is uh, this water is not able to be polluted by one person urinating, for example. Now, nah. and so. Or one person performing the ghusl within it, and so due to that, then it does not enter within this particular prohibition. (laughs) One mad ma'ad daim لفترة معينة قل مال برق التي في بساتين فإن كان يمكن أن يتعثر بالبول أو يتلوث بالغسل. لكلته as for other water, for example, the waters that you find in the lakes and the, the ponds, in the parks and the, and the likes of that, the parks and the gardens, or waterfalls in the gardens and the likes of that. then if it's possible for this water to be affected, for example, affected by the one that's formed of rustle in it. or is affected by the one that urinates within it, if it's it's possible for it to be affected due to the fact that it's a small amount of water, then it enters within this narration. If it's large amounts of water, then it does not enter into this particular narration and is not regarded as being uh, water which is uh, impure. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. And we'll conclude here with this particular uh, part of the, of the, of the book, insha'Allah, and continue in our next lesson, inshallah um, next week, Allah'u alam, jazakum la khayran, wa barakallahu fikum, wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.